What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Delivered Podcast. We have a special guest tonight, Brother Scott Kilborn. Uh, he's an evan- he evangelizes. He's been a pastor. He's a worship leader. Uh, he he loves revival, loves the presence of God, and uh, we're so excited to have him on the podcast tonight. Do me a favor before we get started, though. Like and share this video. We want to uh, get this video out to as many people as possible. God is doing something through Delivered Podcast. Uh, you can find, uh, do me a favor also, like and share our page. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok. We're, we're on it all. So do me a favor, go like and follow and share all of those videos, all of those uh, different platforms. We're so glad that you joined us. Also, uh, we have new merch delivered podcast merch t-shirts uh there's uh hoodies there's sweatshirts there's phone cases i just got in my new delivered podcast phone case in uh this week so uh go over there everything that you buy in that store goes right back into the ministry all the profit goes right back into the ministry so we can continue to bring you content like this um if you would like to give you can also give you can give on any of the links posted there in the description of this video uh your giving goes right back into the ministry and we thank you for all your giving. Uh, do me a favor. Like I said, share this video. People need to hear what this man of God has for you tonight. So tonight, if you're looking for a deeper, more intimate relationship with Jesus, the one that delivered us from addiction, depression, lack of self-worth and misidentification, then you are in the right place. This is delivered podcast. Hello, Brother Scott. How are you tonight? Hey, Brother RJ. It's great to be on here and great to see you. It's been a long time. It has, it has. Uh, I w- we were just talking right before we started here that, uh, you know, how many years is probably five, six or seven years. I don't even think I was married. No, you uh, I, I might've still been in school. I don't know. It's been a while since uh, we came down to your church there in uh, Kentucky yeah. and uh, heard our good friend uh, Thomas Beverly preach, but uh, so honored and so glad that you came on the podcast tonight. I know you have a word for the people and I know that God's just going to move. So I'm going to turn it over to you and let you share what you have on your heart tonight. All right. Hey, like I said, again, it's a great honor to be on here. And I'm excited what God's about to do tonight. I really have expectation tonight. Absolutely. Lives are going to be changed with RJ. And as I was Absolutely. praying earlier, I got to thinking about, you know, a lot of times in life we go through things as we was talking about that some things that we do not really expect that's ever going to happen, those unexpected things that sometimes you know, there's sometimes unexpected things happen. It's great blessings. But then again, there's some things that really catches us off guard that, you know, it leaves us scratching our head and wondering. And then sometimes then the enemy begins to try to come in and talk to us and tell us you're not worthy. Uh, right. It's your fault if you would have done this and this and this. And then all of that, you know, condemnation stuff begins to come. And then <laughs> and I began to think about this even as I was praying and, and, and Spirit of God led me to 2 Corinthians, and catch this right here. It says this in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 
verse 17, therefore, if anyone who is in Christ is a new creature, uh, creation, old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself. I want to read verse 21 also. It says this, for he made him who knew no sin, talking about Christ, who knew no sin, uh, became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God. And I got to thinking about that, that in, in the, and as I've been in around the church, raised in churches, we was talking and, and you know right. uh, my background and I, I got to noticing that down through the years, a lot of people that one of the number one issues that I see in the, in the, around the local church is people tells and says this, I'm not worthy. I'm Come not on. worthy to receive because I've been here. I've done this. I've said this. I've took this. Wow. And, uh, and and it's and it's that the enemy wants us to live in that condemnation, that, right. that area that uh, that you're not worthy to receive. But I like what I like what if you study the Word of God about the New Testament, as you and I, as the new birth, that we realize the price that Jesus paid. He paid a price that you and I couldn't pay. And he died on the cross. He shed his blood so you and I could be what we call in the church, born again, become a new creature, right? Uh, creating the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. and, and it's I got to looking at that, how that old things pass away. And, and it's this is that what, let me, if I can interpret it this way, is that now when, when God looks at you and I, RJ, or looks at everyone that's on here tonight, and as right. he looks at everybody, he don't look at us from the old nature, the old right. creation, but he sees us now through after we've been born again. See, Come on. see we can remember where we was on such and such date, who we mm -hmm. was with, what we was doing, all of that. But yet, Christ looks at us, and he don't see us as that, but he sees us as a new creature created in his image. And he, here's what, here, this I, I get stirred up when I begin to talk about this. He sees us, not a weak, defeated foe. Jesus said, right. come in the world to condemn the world. See, religion, religion right. a lot of times will make you feel and make you think you're not worthy. You know, I, I grew up in the, and I won't name the circle uh, or, or types of church circles that I used to run with. Right. <laughs> but a lot of them used to make you feel as if, you know, that you have no opportunity, you have no chance. Right. And, right. and once I, this revelation came alive to me, it, it changed my whole life. Realizing you are the righteous of God, that Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn the world. That word right. condemned means to be sentenced and put to death but jesus said i come to give life and life right. more abundantly and that word righteousness now that we become the righteousness of god means this we have the right and the ability now to come face to face with a holy god come on a sense of guilt or shame of that's right who wants did. i don't tell right. you what rg that just stirs me up absolutely and yes i've dealt with that that condemnation, that that low self-esteem of thinking I'm not good enough. I don't measure up. That's a word we use. I don't measure up. But you know what? You will never be confident if you don't know who you are. And That's right. Once we understand who we are in Christ, then 
it, it changes our whole world. It changes right. our whole life. And when right. you realize that who we are in him, that he's in us, we're in him, we're one now, that right. now we are not a weak, defeated foe, but when we speak the word of God, or when we go through life and we face things, and we're going to face things, right. but yet we can realize I can speak those things that God said, and I have that confidence and trust on he's with me. Right. Amen. So <laughs> I had no idea what you were going to talk about tonight until we talked, you know, uh -huh. five minutes before we went live but i had pulled up on my other screen here the most quoted verse in the bible which is john three sixteen, which for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life but then 17 says for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned. Come on now. But he who does not believe is condemned already <laughs> because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. I had no clue what you're going to talk about, yeah. but as I was praying, God spoke to me three John three sixteen. I was like, God, everybody knows that verse, but how it's, it's what, what, the churches that you were talking about earlier, what what uh, uh, they they forgot was God's love. Say that. Say that. What <laughs> what they forgot was that God is love, and and they said you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I believe there are things that you cannot do. <laughs> However, I believe that it's God's love that shows you that you cannot do those things, not other people showing you that you cannot do those things. Absolutely. I've said it over and over. God loves you just the way you are. God created us just the way we are. We aren't, we aren't, uh, we don't have to put on a mask. We don't have to put on a show for people. We don't have to act uh, different in front of other people because they want us to be a certain way. God made us just the way we are. And he, he loves us just the way we are. we are. He doesn't love us changed. He doesn't love us saved. He doesn't love us delivered. He loves us in our dirt. He loves us in our sin. He is not condemning me because I'm a sinner. He loves me and wants me to change because I am his child. That's it. Come on. He does not condemn me. He loves me into mercy. He loves me into grace. And he loves me into sonship. That's it. Come on now. Come on. Yeah. And I, see that when you understand like you're talking about the love of God, you know, you know, how can we sing songs and how can we as a church talk about he's such a loving God, but yet think, you know, he's always after me. He's always, you know, listen, the Bible said for all have sinned right? short of the glory of God. So all of us have made mistakes, messed up. I've been guilty of all of it, but absolutely. Thank God. For his love that he never gave up on us. Right. People will give up on us. Uh, neighbors will give up on us. People we work with will give up on us. Even church-going people will give up on us. Absolutely. We understand that love of God, that he's his grace and his mercy. I'm telling you what, RJ, it just it just changes our whole life. But you know, talking about that, you know, talking about he forgives us and all, but there's one thing that I, I struggle with, and I don't know about you, but I personally struggle with after hearing all that stuff over the years after years 
of hearing, you know, you don't, you're not worthy, you know. Right. You I, don't measure up. Yeah, you don't measure up. You might make right. it to heaven. You know, I had to get to the place that when I did make mistakes, I had to get to the place that I had to get to where I forgave myself. Right. You know, it's one thing to believe God forgives me, but if right. I never forgive myself, come on, will carry going to church, living living the way the Bible talks about up to a certain certain way, uh, a right. certain degree. But yet, if I don't forgive myself, see, there's there's times that I went through a period of time that there's certain things I didn't forgive myself over, and then I would get to a certain place you know spiritually and it would just be like you know why can i get past that and then the holy spirit would begin to speak let that go let let that what so and so said or or you know what and when i got to the place i forgave myself it was then that breakthroughs began to happen and i want to encourage somebody tonight whoever's watching tonight that may be struggling because of something of the past realize this as i said earlier when God sees you, after you give your life to Him, when God sees you, He don't see you as Come on. a drug addict. He don't see you as That's right. once was or doing or involved in. You know, thank you, Holy Spirit. It's this, RJ. It's like blind Bartimaeus. We all know the story, probably, of blind Bartimaeus. And everybody in that town knew him by the blind man. If right. you look at the word, the Bible reads, especially the King James will read, they called him the blind man. They yeah. never called him by his actual name. They called him, catch us, by his condition. Right. And so right. his condition then become his position. Right. Mm, I feel the mm, Come on. And, <laughs> and that's what happens a lot of times in life is people know us by our condition. Right. What we once was the town drunk or the, ta the the town prostitute or whatever it may be, whatever the title may be. But they know us by the condition. Right. And so that becomes our position and it keeps us in captive. But the moment we change, the moment we give our life to God, all of a sudden, notice what he said. They called for the blind man. Come and, on. And when the, they called for the blind man, God then, Jesus standing there, he, he then begins to call him by his name. Right. He no longer calls him the blind man. But he calls him Bartimaeus. What, what happened was, and you jump in any time. Come on. But what happened was, Bartimaeus, blind, the blind man, when he stood up, when Jesus called for him, he done something that was profound. He mm -hmm. took off the garment. Right. So the garments in those days, if I can say this very quickly, signified my condition. Right. It's one thing to have a condition, but it's another thing, for example, to wear a garment, a certain color of clothes that says I'm blind. Mm -hmm. Or, for example, what happened in 2020 that nobody in the world was expecting the, the coronavirus and all of that that hit our country and I in, in just miserable time but RJ can you imagine if if we was to have it going to town or in the public place and having a certain garment that says you got mm -hmm. the coronavirus come on How embarrassing that would be right humiliating. but yet so he stood up he took off the garment that signified mm -hmm. his that showed that was his condition because right. I believe he made up his mind saying from this moment forth 
I'm no longer going to be in this position anymore dealing right. with this condition. My position's changing, and mm -hmm. so is my condition. Right. I'm telling you, I, I, I hear the Holy Spirit saying tonight to people that's listening and watching, don't focus on your condition. Come yes, on. it may be painful. Yes, you may have had sleepless nights, not knowing what you're going to do even tomorrow. But right. I promise you tonight that if you will say, Lord, help me, help me. There's times that's the only thing I could say. There's times I didn't know what to pray, RJ. And there'd be times I just say, Jesus. See, that's right. it's, it's just the mention of his name would change it. So we got to get up from our position, get rid of that condition, take off the garment. And when he went to Jesus, we know the rest of the story. What happened? He, he, began, he got his sight right. back. And he began to see. Listen. Right. So, can I hop in here real quick? You know, when I when I talk about Bartimaeus, I talk about what his name actually meant. Bartimaeus, his name meant son of a nobleman. Oh my goodness! The people called him blind man. His condition, uh -huh. but even his name from birth prophesied who he really was mm. the son of a nobleman jesus was the nobleman and in that moment when he made i always say that he made a conscious decision he he went from one position of sitting to another position of standing up for what he needed in the season he he went from sitting in doubt sitting in in fear sitting in 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 his struggle to standing in his purpose come on and then he, as you said he took off the coat that identified him as blind and he stepped forward into his calling as a son of a nobleman mm, mm. come on come on i like that i like that yeah went from sitting to standing come right change his position I, I believe tonight rj there's gonna be some people that's been sitting that's mm -hmm. about standing. Come on. going to realize tonight who they are in Christ. Yep. You know, the Bible says something like this. You know where the Bible says that he's, Jesus said, I am that I am. Yeah. You know, I think it's like 300 and some times, if I'm not mistaken, that I am is in the word of God. Right. And I heard an old, old minister who was very profound in the word of God. He said, he said, do you know what, what the I am means? He said that now after the new birth, after you and I have been born again, when you say I am, it's it's saying that everything Christ is, now you are. Come in on. Christ. Right. So when it's and there's many verses, and I wanna I wanna just give you very quick, I, I guess we're all right on time. Oh, we're fine. We're fine. Okay. We're just gonna flow in the spirit. We'll end what we end. Okay. Brother. <laughs> it, it's I get stirred up, I get to talking about this. Right. But I, I, when you look at who I am. Who I am now in Christ. Right. And if we look at this. The Bible says this: I am reigning in life by Jesus Christ. So, so the way Jesus would live in this life, you and I can live in this life. Come on. That means that no matter what comes at us, we now have the ability through Christ, who is our strength, to stand up and deal with it. And it goes on and says, "I am the righteousness of God." In Christ Jesus, I am rooted, catch this, and grounded in love. Come on. Because Christ dwells in me. Right. Oh, think about that. If we're rooted and grounded in love, all of a sudden the fruit we're going to give is going to be love. Come so, on. 
when love isn't being demonstrated, we know what, what they're rooted and grounded in. But catch this, I am the workmanship of God created in Christ Jesus for good works. I am partakers of God's divine nature. I am prosperous and in good health because my soul prospers, meaning my mind, my will, and right. my emotion. Come on. And when you look at that, you know, let me, let me talk about that soul because we're a three-part body. We're, we have a spirit, soul, and we live in a body. But right. the, soul, the soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. Until we change our mind, how we think, the thoughts that we think, and, and the Bible said casting down the, the imaginations, pulling down the strongholds. You know, when we change our mind, it will change our will and it will change our emotions. Come on. When our emotions are going crazy. Guarantee something that we're thinking on is causing our emotions to be all messed up. And right. so, so that's when we realize this, I am... I am prosperous. I am in good. Even when Come on. and my flesh tells me you're not worthy. But I right. can say by the word of God now, I am. I am. People may say, well, look at you. You know, I, you, you, you're that old person. You, uh-uh, that's not me anymore. I right. am born again. I am changed. Just a few more. I am more than, I like this one, than a conqueror. Come on. Through Jesus Christ. I am more than a conqueror. I am, catch this Colossians 2 again, I am complete. I like that. I'm complete in Christ. I'm mm -hmm. complete. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And, and when you look at this and you look at the I am, everything Christ is, you and I are that through him because right. now he lives in you and I. And so when that enemy wants to cause you and I to sit back, throw our hands up, say, I'm giving up. Do you, RJ, do you know how many times I said I'm giving up in, in my lifetime? <laughs> Probably 40, as many as I have. <laughs> I'm 42 years, I'm 42 years old or young. <laughs> and and the thing is this, I've gave up, I mean, days and days I'd say, I'm giving up. Right. And a few minutes later, I'm hanging on. I'm right. Hanging on. But but yet it's those moments of growing and learning how that that in Christ He's our strength and I am thankful tonight on here tonight on this on this program that that He never gave up on us. Right. That he never. I was like that blind man. I had Come that on. position. Come I was on. in that position. But just like you said, I had to get from sitting down to stand mm -hmm. up. See, see right. that position of standing up takes on a whole new authority. That's right. So one thing, I could I could try to fight an enemy sitting down and I'm I'm limited. Right. The moment I stand up in a position, I can mm -hmm. bring on and do things I couldn't do sitting down. And Come thank on. God, our position now in Christ is this, is that Jesus paid the price for you and I. He right. defeated, I like this, and I like reminding the enemy, he defeated the devil once and for all for us right gave you and i the victory right we can live victorious every day of our life now let me absolutely say when i say that does not mean that we don't face things the bible right. says this that the that no weapon formed against us shall prosper shall prosper but right. every tongue that is that, that speaks evil against us shall be condemned but catch this no weapon formed against us 
shall prosper. He didn't say that it wouldn't form, right. but it will not prosper. Right. The weapon may form, but it can't take us out. Come the on. The enemy may try to stop us, hold us back, tell us, you blew it. You blew it. Now you might as well give up, go out and do whatever you're never going to do. But I can't right. not to speak life and say, I sense this. I feel this tonight, RJ. <laughs> you're preaching. Come on. Restoration, I believe, is going to happen in so many homes tonight, in so many people's lives, that what Amen. the enemy meant to destroy is going, we use a term in Kentucky, uh, by driving old vehicles, sometimes mm -hmm. they'll backfire. You ever heard of vehicles yeah. backfiring? <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other night I was late, I'll tell you a quick story in this, is I was laying in the bed, and my bed is close to the main highway. And mm -hmm. uh, I was just coming off of, off the road, traveling late that night. And uh, just a couple of nights ago, laid down and just went to sleep. I have a hard time sleeping, uh, going to sleep. And so I just went to sleep. All of a sudden, a vehicle comes down the road. And it was like right next to my wall, right next to the road. It, boom, backfires. Right. And, and I jump up out of bed thinking somebody shot, shot me. <laughs> and, and so that's the thing. The enemy... The enemy wants to make us think that it's over, but right. everything the enemy has done toward us, I believe, is going to backfire, meaning this, that everything he used to try to stop you and I, to delay you and I, to cause us to feel like we've been denied, is going to turn Man, come on. on the enemy, and everything that he calls destruction is going to turn around. What he don't know is it's right. in construction being built what he don't see and God's making the devil pay for it and you and I are about to celebrate because I believe tonight restoration is coming back to the people that was lost. Joel chapter 2 now I'll, I'll let you I'll let you have this back in just a second. Joel chapter 2 says in the years that the locust the canker worm, the caterpillar and the pommel worm has eaten up, God said I'm going to restore and he says this in Joel chapter 2. He said no longer Will you be ashamed? But I will make the heathen a reproach. Meaning this, the heathen, the enemy that come against you and I, all of a sudden, he said, I'm going to make that heathen pay for everything they've done to you and call come you. On. There's a lot of you out there watching us tonight that have been through things. You've already said in 2021 of a brand new year, January is almost over. And you said, well, it looks like it's going to be like the last 10 years of our life. I come, to, I come to speak a word to you tonight to tell you, no, it's not. I believe right. tonight, if you'll grab a hold of this revelation and realize because what Jesus did for you and I, that, hey, he gave us the ability, who we are in him now gives us the ability to stand and go forth and receive our sight and see again. Come on, come on. You know, uh, as you were talking just then, you know, the, the story of, uh, uh, the prodigal came to my mind, the prodigal son, how that, how that he went to his father and he, he said, I, I want my inheritance. I want what you owe me basically what in, in those times, basically what he told his father was, I wish you were dead. Give me what's mine. Right. Because when the father died, the son inherited what the father had. Mm. So the son took all the money that the father gave him and he went and partied and he went and uh, uh, spent all the money. And then he ended up, the Bible says, in the pig trough. 
he ended up with the pigs. He was sitting, once again, going back to sitting, but he, he came back and he was sitting in the pig's trough eating their food. <clears throat> I, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But but uh, he was sitting in the pig pen. He smelled like pigs. He uh, uh, was eating their food. You know, he was in the worst part of his life. Why? Because he spent all the money. He was all alone. None of his friends were around. His, the parties were over. He had nothing left. Everything he was in the lowest of lows. But in a moment, he made a decision to go from sitting in the mess he was in. Mm. To standing up and the Bible says in uh, uh, Luke 15 and 20 the Bible says he arose and came to his father <laughs> but when he was still a great way off his father saw him oh my come on oh come on man even even if you're a great way off from where you need to be with jesus even if you're far away from where you used to be the father is still looking for you the the bible says that he 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 is searching for people to love and worship am i right absolutely I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but but obviously the the father is looking for those who who he can love on. The father loves his creation, and uh, it says that his father saw him and had compassion towards him. Mm. We're right back to love. So the 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 son made a decision to stand up from where he was and move into where he needed to be. The father was a great way off. He wasn't even near the father yet, but the father saw that his heart had changed and he was coming home and the father loved him even even he still smelled like the pig pen mm, come on tonight even if you're still addicted tell that come on even if you're still struggling yeah even if you're still uh, uh broke even if you're st i've said it every podcast that we've had so far even if you're messed up from the neck up and you're tore up from the floor up uh, god is looking at you and he sees and he loves you and he has compassion on you and you may smell like a pig pen tonight but jesus loves you and he is running after you the, f the bible says that he had compassion on him and he ran and fell on his neck and kissed him you may be covered in dirt you may be covered in sin but the father is running after you and wants nothing more than to lay his kisses of passion his kisses of love on your cheek and and if you continue to read i'm not going to read it all but the bible says that he put his robe on him he put what <laughs> what is what does the bible say that god is is uh wearing in heaven come on yeah a robe uh -huh. what is what Shh. i, I want to put it I, i'm going a different direction but come but on. uh the, the, for so long I, I i we have heard it preached in the church that we have to put on the armor of god yeah yeah and when we think about the armor of god we think of it as a roman soldier's armor tell that Come on. But it says that that in the Bible it says that we are to put on the armor of God. Uh-huh. What is God wearing in heaven? Mm. What is God wearing in heaven? He is wearing a robe. 
So the breastplate of righteousness mm. is really the father's robe of righteousness that he wraps around us. What is the what is the helmet of salvation? It's a crown, the king putting his crown on us that says we are his son and daughter. The Bible says that the the father put a robe around him. He clothed him in righteousness. Come mm. on. Come on now. And he put his ring on him. Mm. What does the ring symbolize? It means oh. that you have the authority that everything that is your father's, you have command over. Come on. He was still in, he still smelled like dirt. Uh-huh. But the father clothed him and said, everything I have, I give to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on. He welcomed them back in. Come on. Preach on that. Come on. That's, that's it. <laughs> Just like, you know, and what, as you were speaking there, the restoration that happened in that as well you know he restored him and out in the field away from everybody that's something that I, I really have just really just recently been ministering RJ yeah that a lot of times we we've been and I've been guilty of it like I said years ago uh, exposing things and saying things I shouldn't said about people you know right and how my grandpa who's in heaven now he always had a phrase that he lived by, and he lived by this 100%. He said, if I offend them, I'll never win them. And, and wow. the father knew his son. Right. No matter what he did, as you was talking, no matter how much he messed up, how much he blew it, he was still that father's boy. That's my right. son. That's my son. And right. when he went back, and he was talking about that ring, you know, that ring signified authority. It signified mm -hmm. That anywhere he went, it, and, I, and I studied a little bit about that, that everywhere he went, RJ, he could show that ring. And, and it's, it's everything he would want to purchase in a store, for example, would be paid for because he had the ring on. He right. had it on. Everything the father had was his. And that's the same way. And, and, and notice this. You and I tonight, when we realize this, that Jesus has already paid it for you and I. You and I can stand up right now during a pandemic, during while everything's been shaken, things we may not never understand on this earth, but know this, that because of what Jesus has already paid, what's available that's in the word of God is available for every person because that's he's right. no respected person. Just Come on. because I travel or have pastored right. and been in ministry don't make me no better than anybody else. Right. It don't, it don't separate me from the place that I don't face the same temptations that everybody else faces. Come on. You know, and, and it's this is that I may face things you may never face. But right. yeah, but yet when we face those things, we realize, hey, Jesus has already done it. He bore right. all of my grief. He bore all of my sorrow. I, I'll say this without going into detail. In 2020, I went through something, RJ, that that I, I pray nobody else ever goes through from this moment on, ever in life. And uh, and I was sitting there, and after it happened, I mean, it just, boom, just suddenly happened. And right. I was, it just caught me off guard. And and I'm, I'm sitting there at the house, and I'm by myself, and, and I've just been weeping and crying and wondering what I'm going to do now, how to fix this and how to turn and shift and things. But anyway, I had a great friend of mine. Uh, a pastor down in Maryville, Tennessee at High Places Church. Uh, his name's Pastor Jackie. Pastor Jackie called me up and he said, Scott, he said, I feel like telling you this. 
He said, Jesus bore all your grief and all your sorrow. And right. he said this, he said, if Jesus bore, carried all your grief and all your sorrow, he said, why are you being sorrowful over it? Why are you sitting down in the book? He told me this. He said, he said, I want you to get up right now from where you're sitting. He said, I want you to shake yourself and get over it and realize if Jesus carried it, let him carry it. You right. in victory from this day forth. And that verse, that one verse, RJ, changed my situation of 2020. And, and it was like just a few weeks suddenly. It was like things begin to change. Now I had some people come mm -hmm. up that know my situation. They said, so how is it that you're doing what you're doing? I had one individual say, you should be years. You ought to just not be putting on that smile and lifting your hands right. and, and rejoicing and praising God and worshiping. And uh, I, let them, I let them talk for a minute. They said, you ought to be just mourning for years and years to come with what happened. And I was like, I can't do that. I said, I said, right. my body's shutting down. And it was right. so bad that it put me in the hospital for two days. And I'm 42. I've wow. never been in the hospital for anything since from the time I was born. And, and, and I was in the hospital for two days. My blood count, because of worrying and stress, dropped down to five, the five wow. count. And they had, to give me, they had to give me four pints of blood four pints of iron in my body and it would just keep dropping because my body was shutting down because I was in so much grief and so much sorrow. And, wow. and, I, and on that last pint of blood, I feel this. I feel miracles happening, RJ. Come on. On that on. last pint of blood and iron that I watched them put that bag in and I watched it go through the, 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 little, the little tube into my arm and into my body. After the nurse left my room, they said, we don't know what we're going to do after this if, if it don't go up and stay. And after she walked down my room, I spoke to that blood that was in that bag. It was going into my body. I said, there's life in the blood, talking about the blood of Jesus. And I said, blood, I command you in the name of Jesus, Come you on. do what you was designed to do. Yeah. Iron, you do what you're designed to do in my body. And I command my counts to go up and stay at the level that they need to stay at so they can Come release on. me. And you know what? To make a long story short, they went up, they stayed. But but through all of that, that one verse, see sometimes, I think sometimes we're guilty. And, and please understand me what I'm about to say. You know, sometimes I believe we're, we're trying to read the Bible through in so many days so we can mm -hmm. get a star on the wall and a plaque and a and a and a you know a gift card. I, I know a lot of people are doing the Daniel fast right now. But <laughs> we want that Texas Roadhouse gift card so we can go eat mm -hmm. because we read the Bible through in so many days. But you know what? It's not about how many how many days you read it through, although that's wonderful. But that's there's right. times that I couldn't read the Bible through when I needed it. There was right. one verse just one like verse. he bore my grief, he bore my sorrow right. for me. So that I don't have to carry it. Because Come on. without Christ, I couldn't be, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now, Brother RJ. Because, right. I, I, like I said, I face things just like you do. During that time, I'm going to be transparent. Because and because I just, I think we need to be sometimes. There's right. times during that time, uh, last year, that what I faced, I didn't want to live. I, right. I, I didn't go through the actions of wanting to commit suicide. But the thought right. did run through my mind. It right. didn't go through because what's the use of living? Now everything's gone. It's blue. You've lost this. Listen, but you know what? You can literally lose everything on this earth that the world calls natural things. 
but there's one thing you will not lose if you'll hang on to Jesus, and that's right. Jesus, because he said this, and I'll leave it at this with you. He said, I'll never leave you, nor Absolutely. forsake you, but Absolutely. I'll go with you. Family will walk out. Friends will turn their back on you. Right. You know what? Jesus said, I'm right there with you. You right. know what? In my mess, he was right there with me. Absolutely. When I messed up and blew it at times and I was guilty of it, he was right, right there with me. Absolutely. When everybody Absolutely. else, there's things that people don't even realize that happened in my lifetime. They'll never know, but he knew it and right. he never gave up on us. I want right. to tell somebody tonight, RJ, he, Jesus has never gave up on them. Right. Listen, people, that you're watching tonight, Jesus loves you. It's a different than a Hollywood make-believe love life. Jesus loves you. No matter how messy you think you've been, how the, the term, and I'm 42, so the only word I know to use is yucky. The only yucky or ugly word, you know, how ugly you feel, whatever. But you know what? Jesus sees you. He's right there. And he's waiting on you to just say, here I am, Lord. Right. Here I am. Go ahead, Brother mm -hmm. RJ. Come on. I, I say it this way all the time. Jesus is the answer for every problem. Come on. Tonight, I just feel like there's some people that are broken. Yeah. There's that have broken as you were just sharing right then that there's some people watching that. Yeah. They don't know what tomorrow holds. Mm. They don't, they don't have hope for tomorrow. And th if that's you, I've come to tell you that Jesus is the answer for everything yes give it to him leave it at his feet tonight tonight he can come in the room right where you are right where you are he's in this room that i'm in he's in the room that pastor or brother scott kilborn is in uh uh he is right there with you yes and he doesn't want you to commit suicide he doesn't want you to end it all he doesn't want you to feel broken anymore he doesn't want you to feel hurt anymore he wants you to know that it's all gonna be all right That's and it. that he is there for you you're not alone you're not you're not alone he is there with you he is walking right beside you i i think about the the old picture that was hanging in my church's bathroom uh that said when when there was one set of footprints in the sand it was me carrying you mm. you may feel like you're all alone and you may feel like there's only one print one uh set of footprints in the sand but i promise you those footprints are the lord jesus christ holding you up lifting you up making sure that you don't go down the wrong path making sure that you were here tonight to listen to this word yes brokenness and hurtingness can be no more tonight you don't have to live in sorrow you don't have to live in doubt you don't have to live in fear you don't have to have to struggle anymore jesus christ came to give you life and not just life but life more abundant mm -hmm. turn it over to jesus jesus is the answer for everything yes amen amen brother scott i'm just gonna have you uh pray over the people as we go to end this there were a few prayer requests requests okay uh there there's an unspoken prayer request um somebody said pray for a lady who lost her husband yesterday uh unsaved children grandchildren to come to jesus for salvation 
somebody said I have two brother-in-laws that have terminal cancer. Just, mm -hmm. just pray over the people. Uh, yeah. This year, for those struggling with cancer, those struggling with sickness, yes, Jesus. God gave me a word for 2021 that this is a season of healing. And I, I don't, I don't think that this is just a season of healing sickness and healing no. uh, body issues, but I think it's a season of healing broken hearts and broken minds. I, I, I think that God is healing and not only uh, healing sickness, but making people whole. Yes. Again, mm -hmm. I think He's mending things that were broken in the past. He's He's restoring dreams again. I believe that. And and this year. This is the year. This is the season of healing. I, 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 am already seeing it. I mean, we were in church Sunday, and uh, we were in a church with a pastor that has talked with us for about thirty minutes, <laughs> all together before service. And at the end of service, during altar call, he calls out my wife in the middle of altar call, mm. and he begins to pray over her and prophesy over her. And him not knowing anything, my wife has what's called CPOS mm. uh, or, or PCOS. That's what it is. PCOS was just polycystic ovary syndrome it means it is extremely hard for her to get pregnant he didn't know any of this wow. and he said the 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 enemy has told you that you can't bear children mm. out of nowhere he talked to us for 30 minutes didn't know a thing but and he said you will bear a child Come so on. this is the season of healing yes I don't know what, what sickness you're struggling with. I don't know what you're struggling with, but God is going to heal it in 2021, and I believe it. So, yeah. brother, pre, uh, pray over the people. Yes, and sir. Go ahead. Let's pray. Father, we thank you tonight. We give you praise. God, we yes, lift Father. you up, Lord. You're wonderful. You're worthy. Yes, Lord, we just thank you for who you are and yes, who you are in you and, and what you've made available for us now. God, and we, we know that now we can pray the word of God as we're praying right now over every request that has been wrote in or will be written in in the days to come and weeks and months to come. We pray over every person that's dealing with sickness, disease, affliction, yes, infirmity. Uh, right now that even that, that low self-esteem feeling like they're not worthy. Lord, we speak right now. Holy Spirit, move in that area where they're at. If they're in a car, in a hospital room, or in a nursing home, or wherever they're at around this world, we're praying that you would comfort them because you are our comfort, our God, our leader. We're speaking in the name of Jesus' life. We're saying live again. That's live right. Live again. Come we on. come against every stronghold that would try to hold us back, that would try to make our minds think that, that it's it's hopeless. But God, we come right now speaking life in Jesus' name. We renew our minds right now in the name of Jesus. We renew it right now. Lord, we're speaking comfort to this one that minute that talked about they lost a loved one. We Lord, it's it's not easy that when we lose loved ones, a friend or a family member, but we ask that you comfort that family right now over this. We come against that thing right now that would try to stop people that may have already at the moment may have caused them to give up. And right now they're listening to us. They're watching and we speak in Jesus name. We speak right now, Holy Spirit, move upon them. If you're here right now and under the sound of our voice, you're watching. And you may say, but I, I, I gave up. I gave up. I, I, I throw in the towel. But there's something stirring. I can feel it stirring inside. That's the Holy Spirit 
moving right now. All you got to do is say, Lord Jesus, here I am. Forgive me of the things I've done. I believe that you died on that cross. That blood was shed just for me to forgive me, to wash away all the old things, to make me new again, to make me a new creature created in the image and likeness of you. And in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to forgive me right now. And I believe in my heart that as I've asked you to forgive me, that I am forgiven. So I confess with my mouth, thank you, Jesus, that I'm saved. If you pray that prayer, you believe in your heart, welcome to the family of God. And we give God praise right now in the name of Jesus. But RG, I want to do this right before we close out. Is this, there's, there's some people right now that I sense in my spirit that the Holy Spirit brought to my attention that has gave up on the calling that God's called you into. It's, a, it's several people that I sense in my spirit, man or woman, that you may have gave up because you went through some things that sometimes in the past have been hard. But yet, I'm telling you tonight, don't, don't say that it's over. Because I believe God's given you a brand new start. I That's right. out of you right now that, that God is saying tonight, it's a brand new day. It's a brand new day. It's a brand new day. Get up. Get up. You've been sitting too long. Why Come sit on. you there till you die? Get up and stand and go forward. Because Come God on. has greater things in store for you. You can do it. Because the Philippians 4 and 13 says this, I can do all things through Christ who right. strengthens me in right. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for watching Delivered Podcast tonight. Uh, we hope that this uh, has touched your heart. Um, if you want, you can uh, go like Brother uh, Scott's page on Facebook. Go follow his ministry. He preached. He's been preaching all over the place lately. I've been seeing your Facebook page, all the places you're preaching. You said you're going to be in Hamilton, which is my neck of the woods. Yeah. You're coming up, right? Yeah, Indianapolis. Um, Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, uh, all over the place. So go check him out on his page, uh, Brother Scott Kilborn, and uh, like, share uh, this video with all your friends, all of your family and let them hear the powerful word that came forth tonight brother i thank you so much for being on tonight thank you. and uh hopefully hopefully somebody was saved hopefully somebody was changed hopefully somebody was encouraged amen and hopefully somebody was delivered yes this has been delivered podcast